0: Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Saturday, April 13th. And by the way, happy birthday to my favorite listener, the lovely Miss Paula Cook. Happy birthday, babe. All right, we are in Luke 22, verses 1 through 13 today. Now, the festival of unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas called Iscariot, one of the twelve and Jesus went to the chief and Judas excuse me, went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. The day came of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it, they asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, where's the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. So this passage is a a passage that obviously starts with Judas, and Judas is betraying Jesus, agrees to betray Jesus. And I think it brings up for us the the question of our own, the dark places in all of our lives, because certainly Judas is kind of the example of one who allowed those dark places to overtake him. But I don't think Judas is necessarily the only disciple who had dark places. Uh, We know that all the disciples will eventually Fall away will refuse to follow Jesus to the cross. They'll run. They'll hide, and so in some ways they all let Jesus down. But we know from last week's message that Judas was one who tended to um, take money from the the purse that the disciples carried to fund their travels. Um, we know that Judas apparently tended towards letting some of these dark places overtake him. But I also have read some interesting things about Judas. There's one theory that Judas was maybe like a zealot, and the zealots were the ones who wanted to overthrow Rome by force. And so that perhaps even Judas' motivation is to kind of get Jesus to finally do something like political, to get Jesus to start an insurrection, if you will. And so maybe that he thought when Jesus was arrested that, he, that Jesus would fight back. And so there's a whole theory that goes along those lines that maybe what Judas is doing was trying to force Jesus' hand a little bit, thinking that he would be a Messiah like all the other Messiahs. But one way or another, we know that Judas eventually regrets his decision. Um, Judas eventually um, tries to give back the money. And Judas, uh, when they won't take the money back, he kills himself. He hangs himself, is what Scripture tells us. And and it's a good place for us to all pause and recognize that there are some dark things in our lives that if, if we cover them up, they will eventually come out in one form or the other. They may not come out in such a drastic way, but sometimes the dark places in our life turn into bitterness. Sometimes the dark places in our life uh, end up showing up um, making themselves known years down the road. And so the call, I think, in this passage is, we see the second half of the passage is about the Passover. And the Passover is symbolic of God rescuing God's people from slavery. And uh, when they were in Egypt, and they had to put the blood of the lamb on a doorpost, and the angel of death would pass over their house, and they would be freed, and it's ultimately that night that led to their escape from Egypt. So it's literally a symbol of freedom. And here is, I think, part of the point. Uh, Those dark places in our life, they will enslave us if we allow them to continue, if we continue to push them down and hide them. And one of the things I'm learning these days in my prayer life I used to always want to present a certain picture of myself to God. I didn't even realize I was doing that. But but this kind of pretty picture of Nate, if you will. And what I'm learning is that what, what ultimately prayer is, is revealing all of ourself to God, to, to unmask ourselves to be naked almost, if you will, before God. Because God knows those dark places. So admitting those places, surrendering those places receiving forgiveness and freedom from the things that we are ashamed of in, and of, in, in ourselves leads then to deliverance, to freedom, to uh, life with God that is unhindered by those things. But when we push them down and when we cover them up and when we pretend like those things in us don't exist— eventually they will work themselves out in some way. And in Judas' life, it ends up being this betrayal of Jesus, ultimately remorse that he has, which still I think there was hope for Jesus after, or Judas after Jesus' death, but he couldn't handle the remorse, the guilt, and ends up hanging himself in a field. So Judas is always a warning to us. Um, And the Passover is always a sign that even in the midst of the darkest places in our life, God wants to rescue us and free us and transform those places for His glory so that He can be glorified through the way that we live from day to day. So I would urge you today, examine your heart. Part of Lent is doing this exact thing. Confess any sin, any darkness in you that you see. Be honest with it Um, with God, and God will take those things and will set you free and will transform you if you trust His grace and His mercy instead of your own abilities. Um, You'll find freedom on the other side of the dark place in your life. Hey, it's just a thought. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes